0: Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out, you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. Think like a CEO so you can save yourself time, be more productive, and make more money. How does that sound? Pretty good, right? So one of the biggest mistakes I've done in the past has been to waste way too much time on things that didn't actually move my business forward. And there were a lot of reasons for that. Um, a lot of it was to do with fear. For example, I spent four months of working full-time on my first website before I launched it. Four months of full-time work on to launch my website. Um, and this is something I see so many new entrepreneurs doing that you're wasting literally weeks or months on a website when put something together have a clear here's what I do here's why you should care here's the next step it could be a one pager because your website is never going to be perfect anyway you're always going to be changing things updated things and it's going to evolve as you evolve so like imagine what I could have done with those four months of my life four months of my life and and that was definitely due to fear and, you know, I was procrastinating. And I think the only reason I ended up launching was because I had a potential client who didn't want to hire me unless I had a website. So that, that pushed me over the edge because I could have probably gone on another four months of hours a day on my website. Just inspiration and moving things around and changing things and not being able to make my, my mind. The second thing is wasting time on tasks that don't make you that much money. This is a weird, tricky balance, especially in the beginning stages of your business. You do everything yourself, mostly. But at what point do you or should you outsource? And it's tricky. I, I have business friends who are still solo, maybe don't even have a virtual assistant. They're just doing everything themselves and it works for them. I have uh, business friends who have a team of people who are working for them and it worked for them. And it's a fine line. I don't want to say or you need to hire a virtual assistant, a VA. Sometimes you don't, you can do things yourself. But the question really is, where is your time going right now? And where should it be going? An exercise that I love doing with my clients and with myself are the $10 versus the $1,000 tasks. How much of your time is currently going to $10 tasks versus $1,000 tasks? So for example, something like editing my podcast formatting my newsletters, formatting my blog posts, scheduling my Instagram, those are all $10 tasks for my business. That doesn't mean I'm gonna pay someone only $10 to do that, but it means that it's not a very high revenue generating task. Versus, so let's say as an example, I can spend, I have an hour of my time. Should I spend that hour formatting a blog post or should I spend that hour pitching different conferences so that I can speak on stage or recording a guest podcast interview or getting on a call or doing a Facebook live or creating a new lead magnet, right? Which of these tasks has a bigger ROI a return on investment for me? I really want you to think critically about where your time is going day to day and what is the ROI of that time. So for example, Facebook, let's take Facebook. Facebook groups are a big way that a lot of people make money, right? I get a lot of my revenue f- through Facebook or because of Facebook. But there was also a stage where I would be spending like hours a day, like easily 6, 8, 10 hours a day in Facebook groups, air quotes, giving value, because I thought that was what I was supposed to be doing. When in fact, I was really wasting my time because only maybe let's say 1%, I'm just making up numbers here, 1% of my interactions there would lead to an ROI. Whereas making video content had a much higher percentage of ROI for me. That doesn't mean that Facebook groups are not gonna work. If you run your own Facebook group strategically, if you use Facebook groups strategically, even if they're not your own, um, they can work really, really well. They work really well for me as well. But the question is, is the current time you're putting in there giving you an ROI? With ROI, for example, we're all probably used to oh, I invest 100 in this, I'm probably going to get 1,000 back. Or I invest in a mastermind or go to that conference, I invest, so I pay X amount, I'm aiming to get X amount back. So that's a financial ROI. But what we don't think about a lot, and it's so freaking important, especially if you're working by yourself, is your time ROI. You put an hour of your time into something, what do you get out of it? It could be financial, but it could be, You learn something, you make a new connection, you get an idea, you get inspiration, motivation, whatever. But there is some kind of result, some kind of outcome from that hour spent. Think like a CEO. What are your $10 tasks that you're spending your time on versus your $1,000 tasks? And are there any $10 tasks you can get rid of or outsource or automate So you can have more time to spend on the $1,000 tasks. One quick tip I have for you is using something like SmarterQ for your social media. I love SmarterQ. There's going to be a link in the show notes. And that automates my social media. So it automates and reposts blog posts I've been featured on. I've written content, quotes, questions on my Facebook page and my LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, So I just have to populate it once. I check back every couple of weeks or months to refresh things and otherwise it's hands-off and it saved me so much time and mental energy. The second thing you can look at is something if you work with clients, client onboarding, offboarding processes. I love two tools for this. Uh, One is Acuity Scheduling. I use that actually to also take payments for one-off work with me. It's to schedule podcast interviews and clarity calls and forms and everything. And the other one is Dubsado, which I also absolutely adore. Um, Links to both will be found in the show notes that can completely automate your client process. I've actually really branded mine. So you get like little fantasy GIFs in emails when you sign up with me. There's a beautiful um, client welcome form branded that you get. So it, it feels like it really elevates the entire experience and I, it's automated. It's automated. I don't have to do it manually anymore. It's amazing. The last tool that I love is Thrivecart. This is definitely a bit more expensive. Um, it took me quite a while uh, between finding it and buying it because I wasn't sure of, you know, I'm going to pay X amount for this tool. What's my ROI on it? And I got an ROI within like a week. Uh, so Thrivecart, it's a platform to take payments, to create sales pages uh, or checkout pages and, and funnels. It's, it, I think I literally made my money back on it with extra sales because of it within about a week. So again, love the platform. And for my Europe-based entrepreneurs, it also handles the VAT which is freaking amazing. Just that part has saved me and my team probably days of time, a year. Second tip here, batch. Batching is like the best thing you can be doing for your business. I do not do this perfectly at all. I'm constantly trying to improve on this. But the concept, just the concept on its own has completely changed things for me. Normally, my natural tendency is to multitask, to have 45 tabs open and my phone and like four notebooks, probably, (laughs) and like four half-empty cups of coffee around my desk. And I jump from project to project. I can be very reactive, especially with social media. Every time I have a new email or a new Facebook notification, I check it immediately. This is very, very tiring for your brain. Like this is psychologically proven multitasking makes you feel more tired. Now, when you batch, you take a set amount of time and you focus on just one type of task. So for example, let's say you took an hour and a half and you wrote three newsletters. Instead of spending 30 minutes once a week writing a newsletter, you write three of them in an hour and a half. Now, this ends up making you so much more productive because you can really get into the flow of that task and you minimize task switching your brain takes a few minutes normally about 15 some studies have shown uh, with an average of 23 to get fully concentrated after switching between one task and another that is a lot of time wasted and you know what I mean right like you you, you I'm sure you experienced this as well I'm batching these podcast episodes now because my mic is set up uh, my water is here I'm getting into the flow I have high energy I've been working on this thinking about this so already like this is probably the the Fourth episode, I am batch recording um, so far this morning, and it's going much smoother than the first one, which I had to re-record like three times because I'm getting into the flow. I use this concept for calls. Whenever, if I have a call booked on a day, I keep thinking about that call. I can't stop myself. I'm constantly like, oh, what time is it? Okay, I have that call. I can't forget, da-da-da, da-da-da. And I basically get nothing productive done like the 45 minutes before that call because I'm distracted. I keep thinking about that call doesn't matter what call it is. So for me to be able to be my most productive self, I need to be able to batch my calls. So I don't take calls every single day. I don't actually take calls every week. My ideal scenario is when I have one week on calls, one week as much as possible off calls, because that's when I can really deep dive into projects like podcasts or like creating videos or creating a course or whatever. Now, this really works for me. You need to know yourself. You need to know yourself what works for you. For example, some people work really well with detailed plans. I found out after much trial and error that too much detail really overwhelms me and stresses me out. So I work more with frameworks. I outline with outlines and that's how I can do my best kind of work. Another thing is that um, creating rituals for yourself. If I know I need to create content, I always go to my favorite cafe. I have a croissant. Uh, I have a <clears throat> oat milk latte macchiato. I kind of, and I open... With no expectations, I open my laptop and open a blank Google document. That's it. And then I just let it all out. But this is the stuff that works for me. So I really want to make sure you take this and find what works for you. One quiz you can look at that I love is Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies, which helps you measure how you take action. It's a little different from some of the tips i have given you today about $10 or $1,000 tasks or about batching, but it will still help you figure out what do you actually need to be more productive and get more done? Is it mentorship coaching that you're lacking, that guidance, that level of accountability? Is it more of a peer support network where you can go and brainstorm and just talk to people? So should you be looking more at creating better or stronger business friendships maybe? Or are you missing some kind of tools or software or anything like that? Like I know my productivity shot up when I invested in things like Thrivecart, SmartQ, and Dubsido because it just freed up time and mental space for me. So your quest for the week is list down three $10 tasks that you're doing and $3,000 tasks. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at Maggie Gila because I would love to see what you're doing and share it with others too hey hey thank you for listening if you've enjoyed this episode make sure you subscribe so you never miss new episodes and if you have a business bestie who needs to hear this message go share this with them see you in the next one love and magic maggie